1: Good morning. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio 11:50 a.m. 88.5 FM 94.5 FM. Father PJ, good morning.
2: Good morning, Father. How are you?
1: Good. Good to have you here this morning. So, let us begin, be not afraid in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. O God, who restored us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, grant your people constancy in faith and hope that we may never doubt the promises of which we have learned from you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. In the name of the Father, Amen. and the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Father, as the last Tuesday, we continue in the same format to meditate deeply this biblical rosary. According to the schedule, we have today the Sorrowful Mysteries. So, oh, let me second, please. By the way, how was your weekend, Father? It was an excellent
2: weekend, Father. How was yours?
1: Good, good. Uh, A lot of questions for the community when we come back, but with the grace of God, we are moving closely and also preparing all the main requirements from the Dioceses and the state to be in a healthy position to receive our brothers and sisters in Christ that are thirsting about God's presence, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so moving forward in this uh, month of May with the presence of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we have the Sorrowful Mysteries. So, and today is a Sorrowful Mysteries as well as Tuesday. So the first sorrowful mystery is the agony of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, prophesied by the Isaiah chapter fifty-three, verses eight, ten, and twelve. Oppressed and condemned, he was taken away, smitten for the sin of his people. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him in infirmity. If he giveth his life as an offering for sin, the will of the Lord shall be accomplished through him. Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. He surrendereth himself to death.
2: So the prophecy of Isaiah gives... In some ways, really startling detail uh, of the sufferings that will ultimately be suffered by our Lord, and so what previously had been understood as sort of a simply a, a model for noble suffering or a, a way in which devout people who are God fearing and trust in the Lord would suffer under hardship, now is sort of personified or exemplified in the Lord Jesus, who transforms the experience of suffering from simply. The ability to tolerate a bad thing well into a sacrifice offered on behalf of other people and ultimately on behalf of the whole world.
1: Prefigure it from the book of Genesis, chapter 37, verses 8, 27, and 28. Are you really going to make yourself king over us? His brother asked him, Let us shell him. To these Ismailis instead of doing away with him ourselves. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agree. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver.
2: So this of course is recalling the, the story of Joseph uh, the dreamer, Joseph with the many colored coat, and his his brothers who are, with the exception of Benjamin, older than him. Uh, The the brothers who who conspire against him are older, and they're concerned that their younger brother is going to sort of usurp their authority. Are you going to make yourself a king over us? And so they sell him out to somebody else. Now, much as in the Lord's story and in each of our own story, when we're going to do something really rotten to somebody, we like not only to make sure that we can sort of um, not get caught, but we can feel better about ourselves if we don't have to do the dirty work ourselves. Right. Correct. And so, and so, so, you know, the the brothers don't make him a slave, the Ishmaelites and the, and the Egyptians make him a slave, but the brothers enable it to happen. Um, And so, and so likewise, we, you know, when we fall into sin, um, you know, we, we don't uh, try and exploit people. We don't try and lie to people. We don't try and do bad things to people, but we make it possible for someone else to do so, or we ensure that it's able to happen. And then that makes us, sort of feel more justified in ourselves
1: father what is the meaning of the word agony what is the origin of this word
2: you know the the words are very important in this story right um so uh agoin agonia Agonia, um, immediately means to draw out or draw away from And and it comes to um to, to sort of symbolize the, uh, or signify the, the interior struggle of spirit against flesh well before the Lord's own internal wrestling here, right? Um, but, that, but, but that it's an agony when, um, when our is our, our being made to do a thing and our spirit wishes to do another. It's important um, that this all happens in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is, uh, the word Gethsemane means um, pressing place. It's where the olive press was and so it's as though the lord's spirit is being pressed out like the juice from the olive but of course what happens to the juice from the olive it becomes oil which is used for healing and so so the lord's own blood sweat and tears right which are which which are collected as it were in the garden of gethsemane become the healing for the nations
1: father very eloquent explanation also beautiful uh, correlation with the current reality around the world in terms of this agony. Some people want to end in as soon as possible this quarantine, and other people want to move him forward. So many uh, feelings that uh, is very connected with the sorrowful mysteries in these days, but at the same time, we, needs, we need to move him forward through the hands of the Blessed Virgin Mary to follow in Jesus in this Current circumstances of life. Remember that we are in Iowa Catholic Radio, eleven fifty a.m., eighty-eight point five fm, ninety-four point five fm. Be not
2: afraid. Thank you, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And be not afraid. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed, accredited, and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Learn more at dreamdirt.com, including their online auction house, FarmBid at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt. Farm and Equipment Auction Services, Farm Auctions, done right.
0: Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROWS-2447. 673 or visit us at bosen.com.
1: Back to Iowa Catholic Radio, Father P.J., Father Fabian, we continue meditating this, the biblical sorrowful mysteries. Father, the second sorrowful mystery is the searching and abuse of Jesus, prophesied by Isaiah chapter 53, verses 5 and 7. He was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. Upon him was the chastisement. That makes us whole. By his stripes, we were healed. We had all gone astray like a sheep. Each following his own way. But the Lord has laid upon him the guilty of, of, of us. Though he was harshly treated. He submitted and opened not his mouth. Like a lamb led to the slaughter.
2: So, uh, again, the, uh, the prophet Isaiah, often called the fifth gospel because of the, the close parallels that his prophecies make with the life of the Lord, um, he, he here is emphasizing um, the image of lamb, right? And Christ ultimately will be packed, sacrificed like the paschal lamb. Um, and, he, and, and, and he talks about us similarly as lambs, sort of after the model of, of the chief, uh, sheep and shepherd, but but um, but not as uh, good, right? So we're led astray like the sheep. We're wandering like the sheep, um, and uh, and he, unlike us, doesn't allow himself to be led astray. Rather, he allows himself to be led directly to the slaughter, not for his own sake, but for the sake of the rest of the flock.
1: Prefigured by Prophet Jeremiah, chapter twenty-six, <laughs> verses ten, eleven. 37 and 15 When the princes of Judah were informed of these things they came up from the king's place to the house of the Lord and held court the priests and the prophets said to the princes and to all the people this man deserves that he has prophesied against this city as you have heard with your own ears the princes were enraged and had Jeremiah beaten and thrown into prison."
2: Right. So so, so Jeremiah, uh, of course, is sort of the gloomy prophet, he speaks harsh words to the leaders. None of us like to be criticized. It's, this is really a call about fraternal correction. We have to be willing to be corrected if we ever want to be better than we are right now. Otherwise, we're doomed to just continue the same mistakes. But our concupiscent nature becomes defensive and, and hurt and and bridles against um, against correction. And so um, and, and so you know this is paralleling the experience of the Lord relative to his own people who did not want to be told that they were a brood of vipers or whitewashed tombs who didn't want to get their inside straight would have preferred simply to continue external religious observance. but the Lord won't let them settle for it. He wants something more for them even as he wants something more for us. And so he gladly bears the marks of the scourging, both for us and even for those who um, imposed it upon him.
1: In a spiritual presumption, Father, this second sorrowful mystery also opened the door to healing any kind of concupiscence, sins mm-hmm. that have been affecting our life, correct?
2: That's exactly right. And it's, and it's a sign of how bodily penance, even for us, can serve to strengthen our spirit, so the Lord doesn't become weaker or demoralized by the beatings he, he 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 endures. He rather becomes stronger, and is and is propelled onward further toward the great sacrifice which he means to make on the cross.
1: Excellent. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowing with thorns and mocking of Jesus, prophesied by the first of Samuel. Chapter 8, verses 6 to 8. Samuel was displeased when they asked for a king to judge them. He prayed to the Lord, however, who said in answer, They are rejecting me as their king, as they have treated me constantly from the day I brought them up from Egypt to this day, deserting me and worshiping strange gods. So do they they treat you.
2: So, um, of, of course, um, you know, the, the, the rejection of, of the bad king in the Old Testament is just, but the rejection of, of the good king in the New Testament is the most profoundly unjust thing that's ever happened. And so the Lord Jesus endures that which is um, properly imposed on someone who has done evil, even though he is good, and he offers it for the sake of those who have done evil
1: prefigured by prophet Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 10, 11, 15, and 16. A man of strife and contention to all the land. I neither borrow nor lend, yet all curse me. Tell me, Lord, have I not served you for their their good? Have I not interceded with you in the time of misfortune and anguish? You know I have. Know that for you I have borne it, insult, because I bore your name, O Lord.
2: When the Jews asked um, the prophets to to get for them a king from from the Lord, the Lord said, "I I am your king." Right. But they insisted. And so he gives them a string of kings who are mostly not very good. The prophets are intended to call the kings back to right living and, and right judgment. And of course, the problem is that like we, we keep making the mess worse for ourselves. We ask for a king. God says, you don't want a king. I am your king. We, we keep asking for a king. We get a king and the king makes it worse. And then the prophets have to come to correct the king because the king's making it worse. And we take it out on the prophets instead. And so the Lord Jesus winds up being both the king and the prophet, um, and and bearing all of the rejection that for the bad king and that for the good prophet. And in so doing, the Lord becomes our king himself once again.
1: Beautiful description, and also it's an uh, eloquent description how it's the order of priorities for us in terms of a spirit today to moving forward if we. Praise God, or praise multiple gods representing this current word. Remember that we are in Be Not Afraid through Iowa Catholic Radio 1150, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM.
2: What is the best gift ever?
0: Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best
2: tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future.
0: Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences downtown Des Moines for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at FredHaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good.
1: Welcome back to Iowa Catholic Radio. Being freight this morning, Father PJ and Father Fabian Moncada, we are talking about this biblical. Rosary. And in this day, reflecting about the sorrowful mystery, the fourth sorrowful mystery is the carrying of the cross of Jesus to Golgotha, prophesied by Isaiah chapter 50, 53, verses 3, 4, and 12. He was spurned and avoided by men, a man of suffering, accustomed to infirmity, one of those from whom men hide their faces, spurned. And we held him in no esteem. Yet it was our infirmities that he bore, our sufferings that he endured, while we thought of him as stricken. Counting among the wicked, he shall take away the sins of many and win pardon.
2: I'm, I'm struck by that image from early on in the papacy of Pope Francis when he he kissed the man with the elephantitis that was in the crowd. Do you remember that?
1: Wow, beautiful. Yes. And, and, wow. And and,
2: and, and and this is the move. Most of us, probably all of us, have had the experience of seeing someone out in public that either is deformed or has been injured or burned or something, and our instinct is to look away. It, almost we're ashamed for them because of how they look, right? Correct. But what the, what the prophet's uh, words speak to is that he's He looks like one of these because he's been so beat beaten bloody he's unrecognizable, right, and yet it's our sins that he's carrying in those wounds it's our disfigurement, he looks ugly on the outside for all the ugliness we bear on the
1: inside and also how the the scene disfigured completely our brilliant and splendor soul how the the scene the symphonous condition i mean it's completely wrong a scenario for our beauty as God's creation. But there was an
2: advertisement uh, here in the States when I was a kid uh, that was for to get kids not to take drugs. And they would show an egg, right? And they would say, this is your brain. And then they would start to fry the egg. And say, and This is your brain on drugs. Wow. So there's a certain way in which you could say, egg, this is your soul. And then you start to fry the egg. And this is your soul on sin, right? Wow. Sin, death, it, death is a kind of icon of sin so that the corruption of the body shows us what sin, in fact, does to our soul.
1: Also in Prefigured Genesis chapter 22, verses 6, 8, and 13, Abraham took the wood for the Holocaust and laid it on his son Isaac's Isaiah. Isaiah's shoulders. Isaac spoke, What is the sheep for the Holocaust? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the sheep for the Holocaust. As Abraham looked about, he spitted a ram caught by its horns in the, t- in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son.
2: So the, the wood of the the wood to be borne by Isaac up the hill to where the great sacrifice could to be offered. Isaac, the son of the promise, the Lord Jesus, bearing his own cross up the hill. He, the great son of the promise.
1: This amazing encounter with a fit sorrowful mystery—the crucifixion and death of Jesus—prophesied by Psalm 20, 22, verses 1, 8, 9, 16, and 19. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? All who see me mock me. He relied on the Lord; let him rescue him. My throat is dried up like a baked clay. My thorn cleaves me to my jaws. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They divided my garments among them, and for my vesture they cast lost.
2: So the, you know, the, the, the prophecy from the psalm winds up on the Lord's own lips, even as he hangs on the cross. Um, and this isn't simply a cry of abandonment or frustration that reflects all of the abandonment and frustration that every human being is known from the beginning but it but it, it carries it up into the great act of god on the cross and transforms all human suffering into something redemptive and salvific for
1: the world and then we can move in father in this last uh, minute for this segment uh, in in our program today this coming sunday we have the gospel of john chapter 14 verses 15 to 21, another beautiful piece of the gospel for this Sunday that reminds us, literally from the gospel of John, Jesus, Jesus said to his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor known him. But you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I mean, it's it's very eloquent how we can connect this sorrowful of Mystery with the gospel for this coming Sunday. So this kind of suffering is real, obviously, in the presence of our Savior and Redeemer. But at the same time, it's an, a prophetical experience about Easter coming
2: that's exactly right that's exactly right which which serves in turn not simply to make sense of what happens to the lord jesus but what makes sense to what happens to all of us
1: father could you please send us your blessing and a final final thoughts to connect these mysteries with this uh coming sunday gospel obviously in this context in a spiritual manner please
2: May the peace and blessing of the crucified and risen Lord sanctify you, your homes, and your families in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: God bless you, Father. Be not afraid. Be not afraid.
0: Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated
2: Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services.